Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good to see everybody. It's good to see all of you. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, it's good to see you. Say, God bless you. Say, the presence of God looks good on you. Say, righteousness and holiness looks good on you. Keep it like that. Say, ask you, will you keep like that? Take an answer, take an answer. The scripture says, those who receive the gift of righteousness and abundant grace shall reign in this life through one man, Christ Jesus. I pray for you that grace and righteousness will be your portion. Lift up your right hand with me and close your eyes. Say, Father, I thank you for the gift of salvation through Christ Jesus. I'm a child of God. I belong to you. My name is written in the book of life. I have peace with God through Christ Jesus. Say, I have peace with God. I have peace with God. I am redeemed from every curse. And I am connected to the blessings of Abraham. Every blessing pronounced upon Abraham works for me. And under this atmosphere, I activate every divine grace given to me to excel in my destiny. Holy Spirit, take over. Lead me. Shepherd me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Bless the name of the Lord in your own special way. Just bless the name of the Lord in your own special way. Bless the name of the Lord. Take the stage, Lord. Have your way. I'm just a vessel and nothing So we give you glory, Lord. As we right here, right now, we give you glory, Lord. As we 
Oh, bless his name, 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 bless his name. Le shobada kabadaba, le mazetele kependi, vedus azekata. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. You are wonderful. Wonderful, 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 you are wonderful, wonderful, Father, we worship you. Have your way, Lord. These are your children. These are destinies that, Lord, you have gathered before your throne that you may plant yourself in them and manifest the glory your the, the praises of your glorious grace through them not just in the school but in this generation i pray that lord under this atmosphere you will rescue the perishing deliver these destinies these precious ones amen from the influence and the manipulations of the enemy amen set their path on course amen let thorns and thistles be removed from their path. Let what the enemy uses, the works of the flesh, to derail them from the path of their destiny be crushed. I pray in the name of Jesus yes, Lord. that every attack and weapons of the enemy fashioned against them be destroyed. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. let joy, let peace take over. Amen. We rebuke every power of the enemy. Yes, Lord. I curse every spirit of infirmity. Amen. I rescue them from depression. I rescue them from the works of darkness. Amen. Let your word flow amongst them. Amen. Let your word mightily grow. Amen. Let your word mightily prevail. Amen. And Lord, usher them into their destinies. Amen. Under this atmosphere, no one will miss their destiny. No one will miss their destiny. Amen. From this very early age, begin to reveal to them the counsel of your will. Yes, Lord. Reveal to them in their meditations, yes, in Lord. their dreams. Father, Lord, in the classrooms, in the lecture halls, in their prayer classes. Lord, in their Bible studies, show them Amen. who they are yes, Lord. and what you have called them for. That none shall run in the wrong lane Amen. in life. Lord, plant them as trees of righteousness. Amen. Give them love for the things of God. Amen. 
you said to seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. Give them the capacity to seek the kingdom and its righteousness. Amen. That the things that must be added will be added. Amen. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. And while we do his good will, yes, he abides with us forevermore and with all. So let us trust and obey, yes, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus. Turn to your neighbor and point to your neighbor and sing to your neighbor. Point at your neighbor. Trust and Obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. I said, turn to your neighbor. Some people have turned. You are not even looking at the person. Turn to your neighbor. Smile at your neighbor. No instrument. I want them to sing. They, some people are hiding behind the instrument and they are doing. Oh, 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 oh. Look at your neighbor. Say you look fine. You look fine. But I have a I have a word from God for you. I have a word from God. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. So tell your neighbor. Trust and obey. For there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. My neighbor, I tell you, trust and obey. Even if your voice sounds like a frog, sing. Jesus, but to trust and obey. Before you sit down, before you sit down, look at your neighbor again. Look at your neighbor before you sit down. You see, you see these two gentlemen. One is looking at me, one is looking at, so their eye is crossing like that. Their gaze. Tell your neighbor, I love you with the love of the Lord. And I can see. Point at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. This is not a license to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. My dear, who are you singing to? Who are you singing to? Get your partner. I 
I can see in you the glory of the Lord. I love you with hey, the Christians. Barry, Christians, Barry, Barry, you are so stiff. You are not smiling at him. How, how can love be without smiles? Meanwhile, when you catch him at the corner there, where nobody is. It's okay, sit down. Give the Lord a clap of rain. Glory! We are grateful to God for the privilege to be here. We don't take it for granted to stand before all of you. Hallelujah. We are so, so grateful to God. 25th of March this year, this fellowship will be 20 years. <laughs> Hallelujah. Which means that 20 years ago, this fellowship was planted at Ashesi University back in Laboni. Ask your neighbor, 20 years ago, where were you? Deduct 20 from your present age. And let's see the remainder. Do the calculation right now. Do it! Where were you? Who was not born? Let me see. Also for effort. The fellowship is older than some people. The reason why I say do that because, you see, as you have come to this institution of learning, what is going to happen is that you are going to intermeddle with a lot of wisdom and knowledge. You are going to rock ideas. You will soon realize that life as you know it, okay, is not really, for instance, there are so many people. When I watch, especially the news or you watch international media, a typical American working on the American street thinks that the whole world is U.S. I'm the greatest in the whole world. W which one? Where have you gone to? And some of you, that's how your life is. Your life is chop boss mentality. All that you know about life is what you've been exposed to. Some of you, your Christianity is unfounded. You don't have direct personal relationship with Christ Jesus. And so when you begin to interact with certain people who have read wide and other things, you see that your faith is questioned. If you are in Christ because an intelligent person used an argument to win you to Christ, a more intelligent argument will win you out of Christ. Praise the Lord. And that is how come you see many people who are confused because they do not have a personal relationship. A personal, this is not a religion. And this fellowship, the, the vision of this ministry is to manifest the reality of Christ Jesus and his kingdom. He is not a religious figure. He is not a topic to be discussed. When people come to me and tell me that what proof do I have that God exists, I tell them, even you, you exist. But typically, I don't engage in those arguments. If you push me to the wall, I will go into word of wisdom and no word of knowledge. And I will expose your secret. And when you ask me how I know, 
then you will know that the God that you claim does not exist is there. I will minister small, and then I will let the prophet come and do what he was born to do. So let's acknowledge Prophet Hayford. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. And let's acknowledge Reverend. They can't hear. Let's acknowledge Reverend Roland, your campus pastor, who has done great with you guys. Papa Roli, as I affectionately call him, thank you so much. God bless you. I acknowledge the president. Elaine, the vice, Stephen, and all the, all the leadership, the executives. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Now turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I acknowledge you. I've already told you I love you. I mean it. It doesn't mean we are starting any uh, something, something, something. I need to add that disclaimer. I know you guys. Small thing, no, you catch feelings already. Two seconds, no, you catch feelings. I was telling the church that very soon we are going to practice the scripture that says, give each other a holy kiss. You see, unholy minds... Why won't you love it? <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so, in 20 years, we've seen God use this ministry to reveal himself. I remember, I just have one testimony about one individual. He is currently working in the UK. He came, just like all of you, had not really met God. I was born into a Christian home, so to speak. And there was one, those times I used to come on campus because a lot because we used to do uh, night vigils all night, right? Prayers. And it was during one such, those times when we pray small, I'll pause the prayer and ask people to tell me what they heard from the Lord or what they saw. And I noticed that it was just two people who constantly would speak. And I asked, how many of you want to see vision? Almost everybody in the room lifted up. And I prayed a simple prayer. Lord, your word says you pour your spirit upon all flesh. And people will dream dreams and have visions and all that. So do it for them. Let their eyes open. Then we prayed. Five minutes, I stopped the prayer. How many of you saw something? Everybody lift up their hands. And then this particular gentleman had an encounter. Massive encounter. And it took him through his education. And I remember when he was about to graduate, he was like, Apostle, I don't know where I'm going to work. I don't know what to apply for. I don't know what's going to happen to me. As he was talking to me, the Holy Spirit told me, tell him that his career is waiting for him in the UK. He will not apply, but he will be called. I forgot about it. 
he was done with his national service. I think after a year or so, he called me and said, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm saying, you are leaving to where? What do you mean you are leaving? He said, I'm going to UK. I said, what for? Why? Are you going to school? He said, oh, you've forgotten the word you gave me. I was there. I received a call a month ago. Long story short, he's making money. And he's not just making money. He's doing things. I don't want to continue the rest of the testimony because it's not nice. And that is why I'm here today. I want to talk to you briefly, but we'll read a lot of scriptures on the subject I've titled, Walking in Discernment. Walking in Discernment. Walking in Discernment. I want somebody to be reading with me. We'll read a lot of scriptures. Now, the purpose of our gathering when we come to this ministry is not just to read Bible. The Bible is not a religious book. The Bible is a constitutional document detailing a king's will and counsel for his citizens. Praise the Lord. The Bible is about a king and his subjects. Praise the Lord. Not a religious deity and it's uh, uh, faithful. No. And so when you read the scriptures, I was there three years ago. I received a call from Israel. There was a gentleman who had grown up in Ghana as an Anglican. And he, he had an understanding of what Christianity is about. Then he goes to do a project work in Israel. And he's seen the kind of atrocities being committed. Do you understand me? And he calls me and he says, I am confused. I said, what up? And, and I don't know this gentleman. Somebody gave him my number. I'm confused. I said, what's it? He said, what I've read in the Bible about God's people and what is happening here, there is no semblance. It doesn't jive. What is it? And I said, it is because you were introduced to the wrong Jesus Christ, as most of you here are. The people who misunderstand Christ Jesus the most are Christians. Most of you are here because you know that he is a miracle working God. Is that not so? He's a prayer answering God. Is that not so? He is. It's part of it. But that's not his primary aim. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. And let God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness that they may have, that they may have, what is the meaning of that word? That word is a Hebrew word, mamlaka, means kingdom, means rulership. Praise the Lord means man, the intent for God creating you is for you to come and rule a physical domain because God is spiritual and he reigns in a kingdom and in a kingdom his will is law. As opposed to a, dec a democratic system or a republic where people vote a president okay, and the people determine the constitution of the land, what governs them. In the kingdom, the king chooses citizens. And the word of the king is law. 
the will of the king is law. That is why in the kingdom, you disobey the voice of a king, your head will go. But in the in a democracy, you cannot when you disobey a president, the president has, does not have any right, legal right, to kill you. Praise the Lord. And so in his kingship mindset, he says, the soul that sins shall die. In other words, any soul that obey, disobeys my counsel has committed treason. And the penalty is excommunication by death. Hallelujah. This dominion God gave to humanity, there was already a rebel who was not happy with it, so he, he deceived one of the shrewd animals at the time and used that animal's body to deceive, to speak to Eve, humanity, and deceive humanity, and we lost dominion because it is written, Anyone that you subject yourself to, to obey to that thing or to that person, you become a slave. Praise the Lord. And so we lost dominion mandate and we became slaves. But you see, what God gave us is innate. And so you would see that naturally, you don't want another human being to rule over you. There's a natural rebellion system at work in you to dominate. It's not necessarily because you are proud. Is because you were created to bear rulership. Just that you have lost the ability. But the desire is there. The grace is there. In Christ Jesus, all is restored. So Christ Jesus is not some prophet who came to show us moral law. No. He came to reinstate us. He said, I came to seek and save those who are lost. Lost means that you are no more part of the kingdom of God. You have lost your purpose and your divine assignment on earth. I brought you back. I'm, I came here to bring you back on track so you can fulfill the reason why you were born. When God created man in his image and likeness, he's not talking about your racial color or cultural disposition. Your spirit man looks like God. Hallelujah. This thing that you spend a lot of time polishing is just a container. It's a what? I want you to pay attention because you are going to read a lot of scriptures. Now, you need to understand that in Christ Jesus, if you truly have accepted Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, what has happened to you is that you have become a new creation. The word there is new species. Hallelujah. It means that your original nature or God's original intent for your life has been restored. But this container that you are in is still programmed in a certain way to rebel against the order of God. And so the Lord expects that you are trained so he tells you, he tells you to renew, be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformation is premised on what happens in your mind. Nobody can live about their mindset. You are as powerful as your mindset. You are as pow powerful as the, the 
information you rightly process and apply. Praise the Lord. And that is why one of the most dangerous things in life is to gather wrong information and to run your life on falsehood. And that is why the devil is a master of trickery, deceit, and falsehood. He likes to twist information. He came to Eve. Has God said, do not eat of everything? Then Eve says, no. God says we can eat, but we shouldn't touch this one. Otherwise, we'll die. He said, God is lying. For God knows that if you eat, you become like him. What did God say when he was creating Adam and Eve? Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. So he already created you to be like him. How then do you listen to another voice that says, if you eat this, you become like God? The ability to become like God was already given to you. And God did not want you to have a conscience or an education from any fruit. Because no created, no created thing was made to satisfy you except he, God. And that is how some of you are faithful to God until in this school, you start meeting people who have other opinions about God. Then you begin to question the faithfulness of God. One day God asked the Israelites, what deceit, what injustice did your father see in me? And I pray that as you go through this educational system, your faith will not fail. I pray that your resolve to follow hard after Christ Jesus will not fail. I pray that the Holy Spirit will guide you. I pray that you will never lose your faith. I see a lot of movement in Christianity. All of them, people will say, a, a movement came. If you don't call Jesus Yeshua Hamashiach, you are, you are mentioning a false name. Anybody who has that thinking is somebody who has been exposed to occultism. Because you see, in that realm, spirits have specific names. One of the names, for instance, of God is Shekinah. One of the glory, okay, one of the names is called the Shekinah glory. But there is a demon called Shekinah. It doesn't mean that when you say, I see the Shekinah glory, you're calling a demon. The name of Jesus is not based on racial pronouncement. Do you understand me? He said, in every nation, he who does right. God called Moses, okay, and he was serving the Lord in the wilderness. Then his father-in-law, who was not part of Israel, came, and, and his father-in-law was a priest, and he was not a fetish priest. He was a priest of the Most High God. In the days of Abraham, before Abraham was called and a nation was made out of him, there were people who knew God. Hallelujah. Just that God used the Israeli nation as a prototype of his salvation plan. And so it's not about I say Yesu and you say Jesus and somebody says Yeshua. Like the name Isaac. Israelites don't say Isaac. They say what? Isaac. In Aramaic, it sounds differently. But it's the same name. 
It's not about what you say with your mouth. It's about the identity of who you have in your heart. The relationship. I stand here as a preacher not because uh, it's a nice uh, profession to do. When we were coming, I was we were discussing something in the in the in the vehicle. Leaving me alone. You think I'll be coming here every day? Where do I know you from? Why should I be talking to you? What for? For what benefit? Me too. I want to go and make money. Praise the Lord. This man that is prophesying everywhere. He said he wanted to be a pilot. <laughs> By this time, he would have been in a flight doing. Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is your captain. Hayford Bemu. Relax. We'll be cruising 30,000 feet above sea level <laughs> at a speed of. <laughs> what speed will you be cruising? <laughs> Our expected time of arrival is. Whether conditions are conducive for a safe journey. Relax and enjoy yourself. Cabin crew, prepare for takeoff. But he's here doing, my left eye has entered. <laughs> I hear the voice of God in my left ear. Praise the Lord. Where do you hear the voice of God? <laughs> you don't know. Praise the Lord. It doesn't mean everybody will hear God's voice in the left ear. God typically speaks to everybody in your heart, in your spirit. There's the first place. When you are praying, you don't pay attention here. You won't hear anything. You pay attention here. Do you understand? You don't pay attention here. This is from the physical. That is why deaf people can still hear God's voice. Praise the Lord. Vision is not seen with this eye. It's the eye of the spirit. Just much like when you sleep, you see things and you call it a dream. And it's not these eyes that are seen because these eyes are shut. Do you understand? So when you are praying, you want God to hear, speak to you. Don't pay attention here. Don't strain your, bo- your ear here. Pay attention here. And you will see the clear-cut distinction between God's voice and the voice of your mind, which is mostly here. Praise the Lord. Are you following Let's go into the subject. Let me cut what I was saying and then let's go into the subject so I don't deviate. Otherwise, I'll go on and on like that and then. Praise the Lord. Also, for I am torn between preaching and ministering to some people I am picking up. Okay, time is going. Time is going. It is important to hear God's voice. What is discernment? I was saying that God, let me mention a bit. God did not want humanity to 
get identity and information from anybody else apart from him. Now, the voice of God is like the manual for everything that he wants you to accomplish for him. God never intended man to be independent of him because the idea of God was to extend his spiritual kingdom into a physical plane. The last time I came here, I explained that concept that some of you are doing engineering, right? Let's say computer science, all right? You stand up and then you have an idea to create a virtual reality. A virtual what? Now, when you create a virtual reality and you are interacting or you give commands, you program, you send a program to that virtual reality and the virtual reality is, is processing the command to produce the desired result that you have coded. You are happy, is that not so? When you, when you run your code and it doesn't run, what, are, what, can, what pops up? Runtime error. Error, error 404. What does 404 mean? What does that mean? Far not found, what does that mean? When it says far not found, what is the meaning of that? Why can't the program find the file? The value is missing. What does that mean? But you are sure that you coded it. It means that something, you call it a bug, is that not so? Has corrupted the program. Either it was a typo, right? Or a semicolon. <laughs> Something has been introduced. The Bible says, whilst men slept, what God planted, the code God put inside, another farmer, another programmer came to write his code. So you wake up and God presses the run button of your destiny. And then all of a sudden, last is running. Holiness is, cannot be found. The file of holiness cannot be found. Then you say, it is God that created me to be last for. You are saying A. And that is how come people are even doing everything to find scriptures to support their foolishness. And they don't see that it is a, an error life. And one of these days, you are going to meet the programmer face to face when you exit the skin. Ecclesiastes chapter number 11. Is it verse what? What verse am I looking for? Verse 9. I want everybody to read. A very nice version. NLT or whatever. Read. What do you have? Read. I want everybody to read. Ecclesiastes 11 from verse 1. Amplified. No, not verse 1. Verse 9. Verse 9. Amplified. Rejoice, young man, in your childhood. Let your heart be pleasant in the days of your young manhood. Mm -hmm. And walk in the ways of your heart. He said, walk in the ways of your heart. Rejoice in your youth. Have fun, stay funky. <laughs> Do what, what I want. 
You're feeling irate. Ja. Rasta Jolof. Not fried rice. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let's go. And walk in the ways of your heart. Walk in the ways of your heart. Why? Because out of the heart of man proceeds the issues of life. Everything you want to be in life is embedded in your heart. And it is seen in your daydreams. When you sit down to think. I'm not talking about the foolish things you yourself imagine. I'm talking about, I remember when I was in first year, back in Ashesi Laboni, all right? Um, we had our, our calculus lecturer. He's called Kentaro Toyama. He was working for Microsoft at the time. Yeah, he's a Korean. He did something to the class. He, ma gave a, he made everybody buy a small exercise book. And every time he comes for lectures, he will give you an assignment. The assignment is for you to write down what you aspire to be or what you aspire to do. Random thoughts, just write it. It's like a diary. Okay, and when he comes the following time, you give it to him, he will read, he will pass comment and give it to you and then give you another thing to write in the book. Now, you realize that most people took time to really investigate what used to come into their heart and people wrote awesome things. Randomly, some, one of my classmates would come to me and say, those days they used to call me spirit. Spirit. Um, I don't know what to do in life. As soon as the person asked me that question, the Holy Spirit said, what she has written in that book, what comes to her, what she's been, has been ringing in her heart, that is her destiny. Tell her to go and pursue it. How many of you have come to meetings and Prophet Tafford will call somebody and say, you, all your life, you wanted to be, let's say, a medical doctor. Why are you not pursuing it? Most of you want to know the will of God. The will of God, most of the things that when in the depths of your heart has been ringing. You, you imagine yourself building railways, developing Ghana the way it ought to be. Developing Africa. I tell people if you move from Ghana to Nigeria, except the language and the color of their commercial vehicles, you know you have exited your country. The same dust, the same foolishness, the same foolish traffic rules. Is that not so? It's an ancestral curse. Not from your ancestors, so. But from your. <laughs> Read. Walk in the ways of your heart and in the desires of your eyes. But know that God will bring you into judgment. He said, walk in the desires of your eyes. And that's what some of you do, actually. You wake up. You see Pearl with a nice shape. I like Pearl. You follow Pearl as if somebody has run, has hit uh, the run program. And last is working. Whilst you're following Pearl, you see Mabel. <laughs> what? Shaniqua. Is there anybody here like that? Please, it's not me. I've not mentioned your name. I'm just giving examples. Say in the name of Jesus, anything that corrupts.
accepts the programming of my destiny by the blood of Jesus. I escape it. Say, I escape it. I am relevant. My destiny will not be corrupted. Hallelujah. What is the, the three core pillars of Ashesi University? Scholarship, leadership, citizenship. God wants you to be a scholar. In other words, be studious. Learn, but most importantly, learn about your assignments in life. Because the vision of Ashesi is to raise what they say, what ethical entrepreneurial. In other words, entrepreneurial means don't graduate from school looking for employment. Graduate from school be thinking about being an employer. So start forming partnerships right now. That business idea that God put in your heart, you are a leader. If you are in this fellowship, I want to reiterate to you, you are please check. You are a leader. You are what? A leader. Don't let leadership classes you do become some theoretical thing that you go and sit down just to score. Do you understand me? You are here because you are a leader. From the onset of this ministry, many times I will stand in front of my people whilst preaching like this. I will see books falling on the, on the congregation. And I always ask, God, what is this? God said, these are leaders I'm raising. So I'm giving them ideas. Don't graduate and throw all that grace away. The Bible says, do not receive the grace of God in vain. And throw it away and be, eh, I want you to pray for me. Eh, I apply to eh, Goldman Sachs and Diamond Girl Jude. And I didn't get. When will you also produce your own Goldman Sachs? Man of God, God gave me a prayer topic for them. We used to pray. He said, Father, I receive ideas for industries. Make me a solutionist. We had two Ghanaians come to lecture us at my time. They, they, they were in the university when they got an idea and they started it. And Microsoft came to buy them. So they became millionaires instantly. And they are the same people running that department. That, uh, the, so the company has become a department in Microsoft. And they are still running it. You see... You don't trust your friends sitting there. And why will you trust her? Because you think you are humble. The day you see small money, just $5,000, no, you see that your true character, the corrupted one, starts showing up. Instead of allowing money to serve the purpose of God, you allow money to now direct your appetite. You start buying bottles, bottles full of spirits, and buy tables. I don't understand that one. <laughs> Why are you standing? Sit. They are doing what? I want to understand. You buy tables at Bloomba. What for? You want to do what? I, I, wait, explain to me. Uh, there are drinks on the table. So you, you don't buy the drink, you buy the whole table. Hey, bring that money. <laughs> Is that what you guys do? Your parents are struggling to pay school fees and that is what you do with your pocket money? Tracy! 
Hey, it's okay. Stop reading that scripture. Let me preach my message and go home. Praise the Lord. And so with all that I'm saying, I've not concluded this, but let me conclude it because of time and then, okay. All that I'm saying is that it is not in man to be able to direct his ways after the, the counsel of God. Do you understand me? If you leave your computer to run, by the time you come back, something things have started happening to the program. Things start going the way that you did not intend for it to go. Okay, there's a, star, a sad story in the book of Isaiah chapter 5, and I want us to start from there. Isaiah chapter 5, quickly. Isaiah chapter 5. From verse 1. Let's go. Now let me sing for my greatly beloved. Mm -hmm. A song of my beloved about his vineyard. Yes, go his on. chosen people. Okay. My greatly beloved had a vineyard uh -huh. of a very fertile slope. A very fertile slope. The promised land, Canaan. Uh huh. He dug it all around and cleared away its stones. He dug it all around. He brought you to Ashesi University, a very fertile place to acquire information and build your destiny, and brought you into KCF, a very fertile ministry to help you discover your destiny and walk in the ways of God. Let's go. And planted it with the choicest vine. And planted it with the choicest vine. You are that choicest vine. You are that choice vine. Yes, a very pleasant uh, 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 seed. See that has no defect in it because your destiny must produce a pleasant result. Say, my destiny, my destiny will, produce will produce a pleasant result. A pleasant result. This, mind this mind that heaven has given to me heaven has given is, to for me. is for a pleasant I result. I am a solutionist. I am a solutionist. Hallelujah. Amen. When I come here, I, anytime I'm speaking, my mouth always goes into relationship because that's one of the foolish runtime errors that the devil uses to mess you up from your destiny in oh this God. school. I know that campus is very cold. Oh, Jesus. But it does not mean that the opposite says it's your blanket. Why, oh, why are you standing up? <laughs> you see how, how many freshmen do we have here? Let me see by hand. Of late, let me stop that example because they started in secondary school. They started in the high school. Your parents think you are very innocent. I have a story I always share. One young lady, I met the father, and the father said, can you imagine, my daughter is still a virgin at this age. And then I turned and looked at her. Have you seen this part of the... When somebody is uh, frightened, you see that the place is, it was just, I just said, oh, we thank God, and I turned away. <laughs> because that the lady knows what I know about her. We had a personal one-on-one. -on -one. I caught her. Look, some of the terms that she knows, I had to go and Google and find out the meaning. She started in JSS. Yeah. Not in secondary school. And her father thinks she's an angel. The runtime error occurred when she was young. Some of you are here, you are going through things, but you can't talk to your parents because your parents have this righteous mindset about you. That, that hypocritical African parental mindset. How many of you can share your struggles with your parents? Lift up your hand. I'm expecting everybody's hand to be up. This is a sad reality. 
And so who is your counselor? Your foolish peer. The same person going through the same thing with you. In she, they say something. Okotoria, nebaria. To wait, the crab is crawling. Its offspring is crawling. Who will help one to stand? And because it is not in you to direct your own path, the Lord Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. He is called the promise of the Father. He is here to help man direct his ways. And one of the things that the Holy Spirit gives is discernment. Read the scripture for me. Isaiah 5. Continue. And then he expected it to produce the choicest grapes. He planted a choice seed and expected an awesome result. He expected summa cum laude. Not just in the educational system, but in the output of life. Because it is one thing having a summa cum laude in Ashesi. It's another thing going out there to prove what you learned. That paper you are holding that says you are a bachelor means nothing if you are not bringing it to bear on society. Do you understand? So he expected that I planted an intelligent student, an intelligent destiny, and I want the results that will showcase that what I did is good. But what happened? Sorry. But it produced only worthless ones. It, it produced what? Worthless. Worthless. What happened? And now says the Lord. And oh, this oh, is God asking you, not human beings. Let's go. O inhabitants of Jerusalem uh-huh. and men of Judah, uh-huh. judge between me and my vineyard. It says judge between me and these people that I have planted. What's your name? Anna. Judge between me and Anna. What's your name? Hey, change your name. Judge between me and AJ. Me too, I'm called AJ. That's why I said change your name. Who gave you that name? Your dad. Uh, okay, your dad is blessed. So keep that name. Let's go. Read. What more could have been done for my vineyard uh-huh. that I have not done in it? Uh-huh. When I expected it, it to said produce. What else could have been done that I did not do? I did everything. I took away the stones that, w- that, w- that w- should have stopped the vineyard from growing. I took away the thorns that would have choked the vineyard. I provided everything. I put every resource to help you grow. God, because of the relevance of your assignment on, on earth, has ensured, regardless of the financial and economic status of your family, has ensured that you are here today. It means that God has planted resources around you. Mm-hmm. No matter the difficulties of life, you are here. The fact that you are seated here means that opportunities were given to you or has been given to you. The grace of God has been given to you. God has made the way. When you didn't know what to eat, today you are here. When you thought Ashesi was even going to suck you, you are here. When you didn't know how to pay your fees, some time passed. You are here. Do not waste divine resources. Tell your neighbor. Do not waste divine resources. Do not waste your time. Time is one of the greatest commodities God has given to you. I told you the last time that it is with time that we buy money. 
The more time you have, the more opportunities you have. The day you run out of time, no amount of money can buy you one extra minute. They can put you on oxygen, but your body will still be vegetable. You can do nothing. Do not waste time. Time is a divine currency. You waste it, you waste your destiny. You waste time watching series from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. And you have an assignment to submit. And then you can you sleep and wake up and you have to rush for lectures and you claim you don't have time to pray. Let me tell you, I was telling the people in church, the people that produce television, they don't allow their children to watch TV. I found out that Steve Jobs never allowed his kids to have an iPhone. Do you know that drug dealers, drug lords, they don't take the drugs themselves? Don't get high on your product. They know that it has no benefit for you. I watched one man, a very wealthy white man, advising these black rap artists. He's come up, he's had some small millions and he's trying to buy a Bugatti, and, and the white guy told him, look, some few years to come, nobody will care about that car. What car you drove? You don't see, I worked in a bank, and I dealt with people who worked in the UN. Okay, I realized one thing. The very wealthy people, when they come, if they don't tell you, if you don't see their bank account, you will never know how much this person is worth. You will never know. The, the wannabes. It's a poverty mindset. It's a deprived mindset to, to wear things to impress somebody who cares nothing for your life. That girl you want to impress, what value would that girl add to your destiny? Those classmates that you are buying drinks for so that they would think that you come from a rich home. I ha when I was in school, I had genius. One person's name was Flex. Chukuflex, that's how he used to be called, Chukuflex. I met him some few years ago. I asked him, I was like, hey, Chukuflex, said, don't come by then. I said, why? He said, I was a fool those days. I thought my father's money was my money. The way I did holler for here. I said, hey, the holler no start yet. Who born dog? A man applied all the factors of productivity and wisdom and became wealthy. God called him a fool that night. Because a man's life does not consist of the things he has amassed. A man's life consists on what he uses his time to accomplish. If you accomplish God's purpose, you are successful. One of the most painful things in life is to be successful in the wrong thing. To miss your destiny. Do not waste your time. What could have been done for my vineyard that I did not do? And so, it is imperative that man, you seated here, freshman, continuing student, God wants you to walk in discernment. God wants you to walk in discernment. God wants you to walk in discernment. What then is discernment? What then is discernment? Let's go. There are many 
Greek words that define it, but I don't want to do, we are not in a Greek class. I tell people that when the Holy Spirit is talking to me, he does not use those Greek jargons and Hebrew lexicons and this, he doesn't do that. For instance, I always tell people, when the Holy Spirit was teaching me about tongues, because when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, I started hearing sermons that if you don't understand it, don't speak it. Um, if, if, if you, don't, you cannot interpret it, don't speak it. Da, 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 da. I said, Father. So I stopped speaking because I was confused. There was too much information out there that didn't help my faith. And one time I was praying. I could pray in English for hours. I was praying. The Holy Spirit said, take the Bible. I took it, showed me the scripture. I started reading. I'd read and read and read. And I said, Auntie Boy, I'm not, I don't understand. Then he began to speak. And he used three, he said there are three categories. He said there is the evangelism tongue, there is the prophetic tongue, and then there is the prayer tongue. Then he gave me scriptures. Then he said evangelism tongue, or the tongues of men, are tongues that is like what the apostles spoke on the day of Pentecost. Men, every man, people from different nations heard the apostles speaking their language and praising God. It's an evangelical tongue. It's a tongue. When I say evangelical, I'm not referring to a church denomination. I'm talking about the act of winning souls where you, you talk about God and people know that God is there and so they should give their life to him. So I noticed that after that incident, I had friends okay, that would go and do evangelism in the northern part of Ghana. They are account speaking people. They don't speak there. I remember one particular guy. He, he told me his story. He went there. He couldn't speak the language. So he went to an open classroom like this by a, a pathway. And he was just praying in his prayer tongue, blasting in tongues. When he opened his eyes, he saw that like 20 people had gathered by the windows of the classroom. And they were listening. So he, he paused. Then he asked them in chief, what do you want? They, they urged him on to, and said, I don't understand what you are saying. Then they spoke their language back to him that, you should go on. Then he said, then one guy said English to him, but you are here preaching. You are preaching. We are wondering why you won't come and stand here outside and preach, but you are in the classroom, and you are shouting that we should give our lives to Jesus Christ. We should stop worshiping idols. Then he said, no, I am praying. I am not preaching. I am praying. Then he said, you are speaking our language. He was arguing with them before it dawned on him what was happening. That whilst he was speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit took over and gave him the utterance to minister to people. All the people gave their life to Christ. That, that evangelical tongue, you, you cannot speak it yourself. It's not like the prayer tongue. But it's a gift that is there. Anytime the Holy Spirit wants to speak, Language that you have not learned, you have not studied. He will speak it. It comes. And that is not, and that evangelical tongue is not man speaking to God. It is man speaking to man. Man speaking to what? Man. So another man can understand. It's an, it's an earthly language being spoken by somebody who has not learned that language. Then he told me that the prophetic tongue, it is God speaking to man through man. That one, that is what the one that the Bible says, if there is nobody to interpret or if you don't have interpretation yourself, don't disturb us. Then there's the prayer tongue. Everybody has it. That one, 
It's a language that the Spirit has given to you to communicate between you and God. It is man speaking to God. Man speaking to God. He says, when you speak this, nobody understands, not even you. He said, your mind is unfruitful, but how be it? In the realms of the Spirit, you are speaking mysteries to God. The Holy Spirit used very simple language to to teach me this. I was like, so Father, how come these people are just confusing us? He said, because they will not learn. And that is how come many of you hear all manner of doctrines, number of strategic denominations. Stop disturbing the kingdom of God with your ignorance. Stop advertising your ignorance. Stop it. Study the scriptures. Learn. Learn. And stop confusing the body of Christ. Because one day, God will judge you. Did he commission you to go and preach that if you don't call Jesus Yeshua Hamashiach, you go to hell? Did he commission you? Did God tell you that? Or you heard it from somebody? of you have made yourself lawyers for Jesus Christ. If you see a man who has done brace, no, he's going to hell. What now on him? General inspector for people going to hell. Praise the Lord. And so God has given us the grace of the, one of the graces of the spirit called discernment. Okay? What is discernment? Just write these things down. As we cr- uh, cr- and I'm about to start running, so please bear with me. Bear with me. Praise the Lord. Number one, the ability to decide between truth, error, right, wrong, good, and evil. The ability to decide between truth and error or truth and falsehood. Your life must run on truth. The truth regarding your destiny. The truth regarding why you are here. Your need for God. God did not create you to become carnally minded or intellectually minded. You are a spirit having a fleshly experience. God wants you to become spiritually minded. You leave the realm of that lifestyle and you become carnally minded or intellectually minded, the Bible says it is death. In other words, you will go into error. Because, let me tell you, let's take one of your senses, the human sight. It is one of the weakest amongst creation. How do you base reality, truth, on what you experience only? When an eagle, I watch a documentary, an owl, okay, is, is on perching on the top of a tree, and there is a, a mouse under a snow. Under a snow. This owl moved and picked the mouse up from underneath the snow. I was like, Father, what is this? You gave us very weak senses. Very, a dog can pick up sounds in certain frequency that you will never hear. And you think what you hear only is truth? I'm not talking about spiritual matters. I'm talking about physical, even in this physical plane. We are very handicapped. So how do you, do you know the kind of community that lives on your skin? Do you know the species, kind of species living on your tongue? I used to like going to the beach a lot. I used to like going to the beach and swim. I don't know how to swim, but play, you know, those of us who sit and uh, splash, uh, 
That is our, how far we'll go. We don't want our ancestors to push us into the thing and we'll die before our time. We have a destiny to fulfill. <laughs> you are laughing at me. Some of you are afraid of height. <laughs> is that not so? Mm-hmm. My biology teacher took us to the beach and told all of us to fetch a little bit of the seawater by the rocks. We did. We took it. We got to the lab. He said, take a drop, put it under the, put on the spatula, check under the microscope. I saw a whole new world. I saw grandparents of creatures. I said, is this what people swim in? From that day, I said, me. Beach water. It won't touch my skin. Those of you who like kissing. I had to say this. I had to say this. God knows it's not part of the preaching, but I had to say it. Do you know that your tongue is just the top of your anus? Yes, you are right. You don't know. That is why when you fast for a long time and you've not drank water, you are not talking, you see that all of a sudden, the taste here is here. Some bitter kind of thing. It just means that relatives are visiting each other. I like your facial expressions. I want you to concentrate on your books and study. Instead of looking, then your boyfriend says, if you love me, you come and visit me. Now, so then you are following. Tell your neighbor. Explain to the non cheese speaking people that we are speaking in tongues. <laughs> study. The ability the ability to decide between what is true. That false life will land you nowhere. That false life will land you nowhere. That false life. The ability to rightly decide between truth and error. That somebody is giving you counsel. My son, when sinners entice you, consent not. Because their enticement is falsehood. I heard a story. It was exams time in the secondary school. And then people were studying. One guy got up and said, Yado also. To wait, we are many. We are many. So his friends asked, Who are the many? What do you mean by we are many? He said, Those of us who will fail. <laughs> because he has a whole squad who are not studying. So to him, if I fail, it's not a big deal. Because most of my friends too are not studying. We are a lot. Some of you find solace in the fact that you are not the only mediocre person. That is, I, don't, I didn't come to insult you. But let me, t- let me insult you. you. You are better than that. Say, I'm better than that. God, he said, I've planted choice vine. Choice. This brain, no computer manufactured has the capacity that this brain has. Feed it well. Garbage in. So error in your life manifestation, your life, what you see, is as a result of the decisions you have made in your mind. The information you are processing. The ability to to decipher between right and wrong. Truth and falsehood. 
good and bad. Ask yourself, this decision, what is the end product? This time that I'm wasting talking to a girl who will probably not marry me in the future. Instead of studying and taking advantage of the courses, people come to us, and I want to know. Sometimes I say, go and come to me, I say, every course you do, every course you do, okay, go to the back of the textbook or go to the internet, go to Google, type in the kind of uh, uh, employable uh, employment opportunities or business opportunities that exist with that course. Give, give me one course you guys are doing now. What? No, if you say business administration, give me like a subject. Marketing, I hate that word. Yeah, I was a TA in marketing, competitive strategy, and entrepreneurship. I was the first FI for HSE. Very first. I was the first ASE president for HSE University. I did form. And while I was doing that, I was still the KCF president and founder. But I was among the first to submit my assignment every time. When I'm putting a project, a, a group for project, I made sure that I, if it means going out to get data for whatever reason, I would do because I knew I didn't have time to spare. The ability to say that, look, this time that I've it's limited. It is what? Limited. I must not waste it. I told you last year when I came here, form study groups, form business partnership, idea groups. Rack your brains against each other and, and, and perfect what God is giving to you. Stop waiting for someone to employ you. Toys vines have been planted. At the end of the day, you should be able to say with Christ Jesus in, in John 17, Father, I have finished my assignment. I have glorified you on the earth. Ask yourself, am I glorifying God? The decisions I make. All you, all you ladies like to do, you think it is, you call it sexy. Sexy for what? What's the meaning of sexy? Ready to have sex. Sexually appealing. Is that a, a tag that must be on you? Why shouldn't you have a, a better definition? Intelligent. Ready to solve problems. Something like that. Then you are clad in insufficient clothing. And when you are sitting down, then you see that you do your leg like this. Because, and when you have to walk, some of you will be walking like this. Ask your neighbor what's wrong with you. Ask your neighbor what is wrong with you. Look, I can talk to you like this because it's almost 20 years I've been doing this. March 25th, I've led youth group. Most of them, God has used us to position people. I remember the first time God told me to tell one young guy, he was in second year, that you'll be the youngest diplomat in Ghana. He finished school. He doesn't know what happened. He just did an internship with them uh, in a diplomatic something. No, they just processed him. He became a diplomat. He came to his uh, spirit. How did God do it? It's like a dream. But it's not a dream. It was planted in your destiny. Choice vine. What are you doing? Wasting your time playing computer games. 
Every new series that comes, you are the first to watch. Every new phone, my time. You are using iPhone 10. It is functional. Nothing has happened to it. It is working. iPhone what? 14 Pro Max. How much is it? How much is it? Tell me and my time is up. Joel, how much is it? 14,000 CDs. 25,000 CDs. How much is that in dollars? How much is that in dollars? What? Around? It's, not two, it's more than 2,000, my friend. Come over there. <laughs> Nothing has happened. Nothing is wrong with the old one. You will ditch the old one and, and waste money. I interviewed some, uh, uh, some young people for a position. And I noticed that this lady, she's not qualified for the job. But she's very entrepreneurial. So I asked her, by the spirit of the Lord, have you, do you, I, I see that you like selling. He said, yes, it's true. I said, so why are you interviewing for this job? He said, I want to try something. No, that's not your destiny. Go and make money. I said, how much capital do you need to set yourself up? He said, 1,000 CDs. I said, just 1,000 CDs. Take. Go and start your life. You are wasting two, uh, 25. Some of you, your parents drive a Land Cruiser. There are four in the house. As of 2016, when I checked the price of Land Cruiser, it was $120,000 in Ghana here. I don't know how much it is now. Melt it into CDs. How much is that? How much is that? Discernment is the ability to decide between what is good and what is bad. When you are wasting resources buying liabilities, things that will not profit your life, you are not being discerning. You are wasting resources. When you waste the time you have to spend with God for God's word to come into you, Psalm 119 verse 9 says what? Psalm 119 verse 9. What does it say? Psalm 119 verse 35 says what? Psalm 119 verse 19 says what? What series did you watch last week? Eh? Habot, Habot Elementary. What's the last thing the last guy said before you switch off the good night? <laughs> you remember? What does Psalm 119 verse 9 say? The, thy word have I. This is exactly what I mean. Do, do, do you get what I mean? Are you working in discernment? Are you applying yourself to the abilities the Holy Spirit has given to you to choose right from wrong? And you are a child of God, though. You are a choice vine. And you are not using that gift of discernment to know that I must, I must discern the times that I'm in. This is a time where I must apply myself to acquiring knowledge. A better version of 
uh, Proverbs 18 verse 1 says, through knowledge, or th sorry, through desire, a man will separate himself and intermeddle with all wisdom. The correct uh, translation of that scripture. Because other versions say something that is not correct. Through desire, 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 a man will separate himself. When, when you spend one week to revise a subject that three months was used to teach you and you hope to excel, you are not being discerning. You are not choosing between... Uh, you, don't have, you are not applying yourself to the ability to decide. Right? It is an error that the lecturer used three months to teach you a subject and you think that you won't learn, you won't study the subject as it goes and you think one week, one night, one night stand with your book will help you to get an A. You are a joke. You are what? I pray for you that that foolishness will leave you. I pray for you that that foolishness will leave you. Receive wisdom and discernment. The ability to decide between good. God bless you and keep you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.